My name is James, and I am proud to say that Medusa is live in the studio. They're going to play about four songs for us, and then we are going to have a quick little interview before 6 o'clock. But you are listening to The Local Shakedown, and this is Medusa Live. Man. 
on the tape. People getting all the brains. What's else in sin to sublime? The world exploding in my Doesn't seem to make much sense. Anger is in everyone's eyes. Politicians telling us they keep on telling us their lies. Genocide worldwide.
into the night. Hit it, Donna.
Medusa right here on the local shakedown. Hell yeah. That was a fantastic set from those dudes. Uh, we are going to actually do something kind of funny. We're going to roll into the 6 o'clock hour since it's 5.56 in Mountain Standard Time. Um, but we are going to be listening to a track and then they'll be coming into the studio and we'll have a hybrid of a of an interview as well as 12 by 33 which is hosted by uh, Doug Gaddy of Absolute Vinyl Records. And you're tuned to Radio 1190 KVCU Boulder. My name is Doug. And this is uh, a special edition of 12 by 33. We're in the studio with the two founding members of Medusa, who we just heard live in the studio during James' show, Local Shakedown. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. Hey, Hello. how you doing? All right, so I'm just going to do it in mic. You need to pull yourselves right up to yep. the mics. Okay. And almost like you're touching your lips to it. Here okay. we are. That's Hello. good. Oh, I can hear Don. Oh, yeah. Up close in person. That's there we it. Go. Okay, now we're all on, we're all on an equal level. Mm. All righty. Nice, nice pun. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a great set. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. So um, how's it going? Let's just drop into where Medusa is right at the moment. Well, we uh, we were busy. Uh, we did uh, three gigs at the High Dive in January. We went on tour in February. At the end of February, we went into the studio and started laying down basic tracks. Then we uh, hit the uh, road to go down to Austin, Texas for the South by Southwest. Came back, and I think we did a few more gigs, and then we took off for California for three gigs out there. And then we finished off the album in between. And so, uh, yeah, we've been kind of busy. And you kind of sound out of breath just with that recital there. Just a <laughs> little bit. <laughs> it takes a little bit of energy to play the music that we play. Yeah, it Very does. I, folks, for those of you who weren't able to see the visual, the non-existent visual, they were sweating. And it's not that warm down here. They were working hard. Mm-hmm. It was a, that was a good set. Um, so just kind of give us a chance to get our breath here let's just let's let's listen to some music real quick uh, gary you brought in some stuff you're sort of the guest dj for 12 by 33 mm-hmm. tonight and I, I queued up a true classic uh with hawkwind uh their first album isn't it uh actually n- don't think so i think they came out oh, in like oh, oh, yeah, 74 this is, no, this or 73 hall of the mountain grail yeah, yeah this yeah. is much yeah this is actually like their third or fourth record yeah anyway so we're going to hear a track from that and uh we'll be back live with some medusa and medusa playing medusa uh more medusa how's that sound i like it i like it. it's Sounds got a ring good. to it all right. all right this is radio 1190 12 by 33 with Hawkwind. Okay, from Hall of the Mountain Grill, that's Hawkwind with a c- classic space rock cut there, <clears throat> which I imagine was a pretty big influence on the young Gary Brown back in the early 70s. And Donna Brown, too. And oh. Donna Brown. And there's Donna. We're joined in the studio by the founding members of the great proto-metal <clears throat> space rock band Medusa from mm-hmm. Chicago uh, cut, made an album in, what, 1974? 75. 75. 75, yeah. Anyway, so that's the reason we brought the Hawkwind in. It's that, that I imagine, was a, a favorite of yours. Well, we saw Hawkwind a couple of times back in the early 70s. In mm-hmm. fact, 74 was the last time we saw him, and Lemmy was still in the band at the time. Oh, wow. And they had uh, Stacia dancing on stage. Of course, she was fully clothed, not like the <laughs> early days in England. Yeah. Okay, so um, we're just going get, to get get into the story a little bit. We have uh, <clears throat> Numero Group 
reissued or issued for the first time your full the full session tape from that 1975 album what like two years ago now uh, 2013, yeah. 2013. Okay. And um, we're going to enjoy a track from that in a couple of minutes. Um, and you've also been recording new material now. Mm-hmm. And I assume that the, the, the new material is in the idiom, in the style of the original Medusa? Yeah, hmm. yeah. We're, uh, we're still the uh, 70s style. Mm-hmm. We're not as uh, uh, unstructured as we were back then with the free jams and all that, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely like uh, our drummer Dean said. It's like you guys were frozen in time, and somebody thawed you out, and you went right back to where you were. Yeah, <laughs> I like the 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 old stuff. I haven't. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing the new stuff. But there's a nice balance between Donna, who's the the, the keyboard player, and guitar guitar. So it is. It, it, it has a nice balance. There's a full good '70s rock sound. And uh, Donna, you don't really solo much, do you? I d- oh yeah, she does. I definitely do. Yeah, when when I can get these guys out of the way. Well, that was <laughs> I, I was waiting for you to throw you know throw your weight around a little bit. You know, it's just, it was kind of a guitar centric time in in music, but keyboard players were really uh, important too and and prominent as well. So. And I was actually playing guitar um, back in the in the early seventies when I first got into the band. I was I was actually playing rhythm guitar. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. actually yeah. The, in the, the Numero did a wonderful job packaging uh, your album, and they pressed it on vinyl, of course, as well. You can get it on CD or download. But there's a picture of you um, striking, beautiful, <laughs> with the with the crazy backdrop, I think, and uh, uh, of you playing playing guitar. Yes. So. Yeah. I I was I was quite the guitar player, trying to keep up with Gary. Um, at at an amazing speed, warp speed, I think. Uh, the whole band was playing at warp speed, trying to keep up with Gary. And uh, I think we were doing speed metal before it was even popular. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the interesting thing about I talk with uh, some of the DJs at, at Lady Radio 1190 here, and there are just so many bands, and everything is on the table. And so classification, taxonomy, if you will, is is really important. Mm-hmm. Or is it, James? Well, well, it's kind of important to some people. But we were talking about this, I believe, a week ago when we were uh, when we were talking at Absolute Vinyl, and. Um, we were saying that back in your day, you didn't call it heavy metal. Uh, what what were kind of the ideas of your sound that would uh, that would kind of come about at the at the first couple of years of playing? Well, it was it was basically, you know, we we were really influenced by a lot of uh, a lot of great great musicians mm-hmm. um, of that time: Hendrix, um, Beatles definitely a big favorite of mine mm-hmm. and we we didn't really try to copy that but we just tried to get that same feeling of the music that really really you know um, involved us and motivated us and and that was how that that sound just kind of came from our souls right of listening to that great music and you're being talking to somebody who saw Hendrix three times <laughs> one and two wasn't enough three was perfect well <laughs> good I, yeah no kidding if you can do it that needed to happen well and when you think about a band like the Beatles certainly going from playing um, Motown covers you know in their early days in like 62 63 and then coming 
coming to America and beginning to write their own tunes, but it's still being really grounded in American rock and roll. You know, they love Carl Perkins and Chuck Berry as well as Motown. But then by, you know, 66, they're starting to blow people's mind with Tomorrow Never Knows, you know, and Revolver is a track I remember hearing and going, oh my God, this is something completely original here. So the inspiration element I really get, even though you guys don't really resemble the Beatles in any oh. <laughs> musical sense. <laughs> Not at all. And so you know, like Hendrix, who was a, just a constant experimenter. Yeah. So that's the spirit this stuff came about in. Did you refer to yourselves as a this or that type of band? No, we didn't really refer to ourselves as really anything. We just considered ourselves to be a, a garage band. Mm -hmm. um, we just played around the Chicago area. Uh, sororities, fraternities, and um, we had to learn some cover material, which our hearts weren't really into playing cover material. We were more into playing original stuff. That's where our hearts were really at. Mm -hmm. But just to get a chance to play out, because that scene was so horn-dominated um, uh, by bands like Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, right. And we did not play any horns, so uh, we... We did not. We sure really made a lot of noise, though. Yeah, yeah we sure made a I, lot of noise, minus the horns. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm bursting with curiosity. Do you? What were some of the cover tunes you did? And then we'll talk about the tune. Good morning, little schoolgirl. Oh, the Johnny Winter version. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash, the Johnny Winter version. Okay. Mm. Uh, Career of Evil by Blue Oyster Cult. Okay. We did. Uh, what was that Muddy Waters song we did? <laughs> Oh, I can't remember now. Well, that's a set it's list that just kind of boggles the mind right there no because kidding. going from a Chuck Berry cover a la, you know, Johnny Winter's interpretation to a, a Blue Oyster Cult, right. which is sort of in the realm of, you know, proto-metal, right. proggy, whatever you want to call it. See, I, I, I was there and I can't even, we didn't delineate like that back no. then. It was proggy metal. <laughs> proggy metal, yeah. Hoochie Coochie Man was the song we did by Muddy oh. Waters. Yeah, Hoochie yeah. Man. That's so funny. funny. So she yeah. went from the playing uh, Judy Collins in the park to play in all this heavy stuff <laughs> but she carved a spot for herself and she made I it did. work too funny I she sure did, did. alright so Gary, Gary I, I queued up uh, I think it's track one on side two I think you guys let off your set tonight the live set you just enjoyed, we just enjoyed with the same tune. So um, tell I know us about we it. started with the strangulation off of uh, the side one, and you're going to play side two, which is uh, temptress. Okay, I think it's the record's pressed on clear vinyl, and the labels don't aren't clear as to what side you're looking at. So you know, no. it's kind of a, a DJ. Right. If you're spinning vinyl, it's a DJ's nightmare. Yeah. You know, kind of record. All right. Well, anyway, we'll, we'll get back into conversation with <clears throat> with Gary and Donna Brown, uh, founding members of Medusa. But right now we're going to play a track from the, that long, that lost album, quote unquote, that Numero issued a couple of years ago. And then we're going to hear a, a new cut from these aren't these are these are final mixes you said oh really yes. yeah okay and what's the title what's the title of the tune that we're going to hear after Tim turn to stone and that was a complete donna original she penned the lyrics she wrote the music i kind of helped arrange it uh -huh. but everything was every a lot of what came out of the new album is Donna. Donna. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah. So, Very and cool. Gary mentioned that it's something of a history of Medusa itself. It's actually the story of Medusa, oh. the mythological creature Medusa with the snakes and yeah. And every time men would look at her, she would 
They would turn to stone. Turn to right. stone. I get it. Okay, so this has nothing to do with the band, but this is you delving into the mythology. Into the and, okay. mythology and, okay. of, of Medusa. All right, well, here, <clears throat> here we're going to start off with Temptress, and then we'll move into Turn to Stone. And you're tuned to Radio 1190. This is the local shakedown version of 12 by 33. <laughs> the or hybrid, s- yes. Something like that. Stay tuned, folks. We're having fun here. Be with us. That was Medusa. Oh my goodness, that, <laughs> that is a jam. That, that is a was jam classic. right there. I mean, it, <sighs> take a time breathe. to just yeah, breathe. breathe after yeah, that, that was that was pretty, that was pretty great. Um, all the all the old people are nodding their heads, and the young ones too. Mm-hmm. That had everything Nodding in it. Uh-huh. That had everything in it. Did you? Okay, we're joined in the studio. This is 12 by 33. My name is Doug. This is Radio 1190, and I'm grinning ear to ear. We're joined in the studio by Medusa, who are Gary and Donna Brown, and some other guys that are playing with them now, but these these two are the real deal from mm-hmm. getting started in 1974 or 75. <clears throat> and this is from their new record, yet to be issued. You heard it here, folks. Tell us about that song. Um, it's called Turn to Stone, and um, it's about the mythological creature named Medusa. And it basically tells her story that she was just very, very vain, and she kept looking herself at herself in the mirror. And she was the high priestess for the goddess Athena. And um, basically, um, Neptune wanted to just wanted her for for his bride, and came one night and took her uh, unwillingly and Athena found out about it long story short and uh, was not very happy about it and decided to um, turn her into a very fearful creature with snakes coming out of her head and every man that would look at her would turn to stone so uh, I don't know if she really deserved that, but uh, that was her lot in life, I guess, for some reason. <laughs> and now you, you brought that to the lyric of this pretty great rock song mm-hmm. classic that had all the moves in it, including the 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 drum in the center there, Gary. You pointed out the drum does a, he does a pan across his his tom toms, and the phase phase shifting follows him. That was uh, that was too classic seventies and, and the dueling kidding. lead guitars. Don, I didn't get to. Did, was there an organ solo in there? I just well, we were talking. With, did you get to play um, down? Later? I, I, I was playing organ, but um, I didn't really. Yeah, the yeah. Awesome. Thank you. The intro, yes. The I, intro was the little Don's feature there. Yes. Anyways, that was pretty great. So when can we look forward to hearing that or being able to find that online or in record stores? Well, uh, we're going to be uh, talking with a manager next uh, Thursday, and we might be working out a deal where we can go out and meet him out in New Jersey. And uh, he's got three record labels that are interested in us. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Oh, that's pretty great. That's but exciting. Maybe we'll get it up on uh, Bandcamp because we do have a, a site on our Medusa 1975 page. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if we can't find a record label, we'll just do it independently because we feel that this music is is great and yeah. we'll we'll just do it on our own yeah good, good way to do good it call. well we'll hear more about that i want to i will stay in touch and f- folks can find you on facebook at medusa 1975 right, right? And, yes and uh, do you have other stuff on Bandcamp? uh we've got two t-shirts now so far all right <laughs> so all right. Got a third one on the way and all right well we're running out of time so um um 
Historics is up next with uh, Alexis, and she'll be looking at music from the Middle East, which I'm kind of excited to hear. Um, but let's get done with Medusa here. Uh, tell us about, we're going to hear another track from this recently finished second album. Mm-hmm. What are we going to be hearing? Into the Night, and it's another song that Donna wrote. In fact, uh, she wrote the first verse and the choruses, and Peter, our old singer, wrote the second verse. The original it, singer? Yeah. Oh, oh interesting. Wow. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was kind of a combined effort. On the, the miracles of online, we uh, both him and I just kind of added lyrics to the mix, and and this is the song. So, but, in a word, you're you're in touch with him, and he's a sort of member. Oh of yeah, the band. when we okay. played Chicago, he got up on stage and he sang uh, some of the about five songs off of the original oh, album. Like it, no time had ever elapsed. <laughs> yeah. that's, amaz- right. that's an amazing thing about music. All right, here it is. We're wrapping it up with Medusa. Stay in tune, guy. I mean, stay in touch, guys. Please, thank, always. Thank you. <laughs> All right, have fun. Thanks for listening to Radio Eleven Ninety. This has been Twelve by Thirty Three. Thanks for hanging around the radio. Here's a parting track from Medusa.